<laughs> well, yeah, either that we're just really good salespeople. <laughs> this is your spam call. Right? <laughs> it's a spam. It's amazing. They're so courteous nowadays. Jeez. Yeah, let's go Rosie. Rosie. Rosie? Or just... Rosie the bud. Okay. All U.S. Coast women coming out east just giving lie to uh, they all want to be California girls. <laughs> David Lee Roth apparently didn't get it Maybe. right. Maybe. Right. Books started falling down. People are like under tables. It was it was scary. It was. I mean, and I've been through a lot of earthquakes, and I'm telling you, this one was a life changer. This oh poor California, totally Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Like oh we're having an earthquake. Just roll over and go back to bed. I'm like oh isn't it? it uh, to me, it tastes better than the, the crab out here in Maryland. It, it's got a whole different texture and. Growing Up Dot Dot Dot, the podcast of extraordinary conversations with ordinary people. So what's that dot 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 about? It could be Growing Up Rinkin. It could also be Growing Up Podcasting. It might even be Growing Up in Charm City, wherever that is. It's also about bringing back the conversations we used to have around the water cooler or the coffee pot. Okay, maybe I'm dating myself on those references. How about this? Used to go down to the bar, pull a beer, watch some sporting events, and before long, you're on a first-name basis with that stranger next to you. That's the type of conversations we want to bring back. We don't care about your politics, your religion, your sexuality. Heck, we probably don't even care about the sports team you root for, unless it's not mine. Just kidding. What we do care about is what motivates you, what brings you joy, and who influenced you. Let's talk about the events and experience in those crazy trips around the sun that have made you who you are today. And right now, let's get this rolling. The conversation begins now. Indeed, the conversation begins now. Does help if I take the mute button off. What do you think? <laughs> yeah, so this is Teddy, and with me as always is... Bad Betty. And we have our guest on for tonight, Rosie the Bud. Can you hear us? Hi. Hi. Hello. Yeah. Yeah, it was like that. Yeah, uh, I'm here. Like that cell phone commercial. Can you hear me now? It's like, I don't know. Can I? <laughs> All right. So it's a beautiful Saturday night, and uh, we just have rolling along with the conversation here, grown up dot, dot, dot. So uh, I guess, Rosie, uh, we'll throw you a softball question, and I'll uh, have to lob it over to Pat Betty since she knows you better than I do. But um, where are you, what part of the country are you originally from? Uh, California, West Coast. Yeah, West Coast. We just had somebody on recently who was West Coast that moved east. We did? Uh, Northern? Oh, Southern? yeah. That's right. Yeah. Uh, um, she was, no, she was Northern, I think, too, wasn't she? But, yeah, so she was Northern California. And, you know, it's funny you said that because I was thinking about that last night. Because, you know, so many people that I've either either just gone out there to, for tourism or something like that, they don't realize, like, it's a huge state. And there's so many different areas of it that the people are so different, even from Northern and Southern California. Yeah, totally. Yeah, they, um, but you're from the Bay Area, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Born and raised. Born and raised. Uh, like uh, 40 years. Oh, okay. So you moved you moved to the east like about 10 years ago or so. Yeah. Wow. About 10 years ago. 11. Yeah, 11 years. Okay. have been out here 11 years. I, well, I even came back before that. That was Northern California in Nevada where I was. And it was just a couple of my nieces and nephews are in Southern California. And some of my siblings went out to visit him at one point in time, and they're, like, talking about, oh, I'm surprised he's such a California boy, but yet he seems kind of rednecky. And I was like, where's he from? And they were like, and they named the town, and I was because it's in Central California. Probably, that's probably the middle of the state, right? The middle of the state? It is. It was. He was, yeah. He was in the middle of the state. 
but that's where he was born and raised. But now they live in Southern California because they're in the military. But it was just really funny. All of a sudden, my siblings not being familiar, are they think everything's like L.A. in California. Right. Yeah. Well, you know, there's could be like, you know, there's Northern, I guess it's what, Central California. Mm-hmm. That would be Redneck area. Yeah, that would. I would say Redneck. Totally. <laughs> yeah, that's like their agriculture area. That's their Caltown area. Yeah, it's totally. Yeah. Oh, like Bakersfield, that area. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Like Modesto. Yes, exactly. Merced. Oh, Merced. Manteca. Yeah. Yes. I don't know. I, all I know is I know about streets of Bakersfield <laughs> with, with white yokum. So, you know, that <laughs> doesn't shock me at all. And and apparently all you all you West Coast women coming out east just giving lie to uh, they all want to be California girls. Maybe that's right. No, the uh-uh. Ross apparently didn't get it right. To, I had to taste the East Coast. <laughs> we had to do it. Yeah, there you go. It's pretty. It's it's a very different coast too. Like hence why they call yeah, it the East Coast it and the West Coast. Stop. But just in general, like. Back then, like I know, the like, landscaping. Yeah, the landscape. It's rocky. It's kind of areas remind me a little bit more of like northern East Coast, like Maine and stuff. But at the same time, like the water's much colder in the Pacific, and you know, like you, you have this like image of like I remember going Fourth of July down in like Fort Bragg area, and staying at a friend's house that was like literally on a cliff. It was a really nice house and we were hanging out there, but we went down to the beach and stuff and we walked around. We were wearing sweaters and and we were the only ones other than seals on the beach. Oh, I believe it. Fort Bragg, that is, it's known for a lot of those seals yeah. and stuff. The elephant seals. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's cool to do it. Yeah. You know, like it's just a, such a different experience from people on the East Coast going to the Jersey Shore. <laughs> That's for sure. I'm, I'm telling you, it was shocking. You know, coming out here and going to the beach out here was like, oh my gosh, I don't have to wear three layers of clothes. Yeah, but it's it, also it's, not it's much so of a beach. It's so much different. <laughs> Stop. I'm sorry? It's not much of a beach. It's like she always says Jersey Shore, and I'm like, are you kidding? He always there's, knocks There's no Jersey beach Shore. in New Jersey. <laughs> there are. No, there are. And you can even find some, well, Maryland. I mean, the East Coast isn't just Jersey. <laughs> I know, but look, I grew up in Jersey. There's North when Carolina. People, yeah. yeah. North, Nags Head's cool. Yeah. When people tell me Jersey Shore, I'm just like, there's no beach there. And yeah. I lived on a tropical island for a decade, so that's beach. Okay. Well. So which, which island would this be? That'd be down in the Bahamas. Oh. How nice. I wish I was there right now. <laughs> yeah, it wasn't too bad. Well, you would. What, what did you do there? Uh, that'd be a discussion for offline. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. Just because. Got it. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, he always brings that. And he's always, he'll be picky about seafood. He's like, you have to understand. It was in the Bahamas for 10 years. And I was like, Ugh. like, I love seafood. But, you know, I'm sorry I didn't go out and just catch it today. Yeah, I know. It's like once once you've had that fresh catch stuff, it's the rest of it's just like, eh, I'll stick with the chicken yeah. and beef. Back to the West Coast. So growing up, dot dot dot, and we have to think about this because actually, what's weird is a, a video popped up the other day, like a YouTube thing or something, and I was like, oh my gosh, and it totally brought back this memory. But it was the San Francisco San Francisco earthquake during the World Series. Oh yeah. Oh, I yeah, remember uh, that. October 1989. And you had to have lived there. You had to have been in the area. So I just, I remember oh, watching. I was, totally. Yeah. And I just remember watching it on TV and transpire, you know, how everything kind of just, it's like, it was kind of my first time seeing something like that on television. Other than the Challenger disaster. You know, that you're kind of just sitting there yeah. like, what, what, what did I just see? Like, what's going on? And, uh cannot imagine and then when i moved out there and then you know at that point they had rebuilt so much it was kind of amazing having seen all of the damage yeah. and so forth but yeah and and then i got to you know living out there for 17 years i got to actually experience the earthquakes and i was like oh yeah this is a whole different ballgame yeah you know and it's and it's funny because you know i was i was in college 
And they had this, I was in the library studying and it was like a big, huge, like glass room. Mm. Like the building was glass and then all the books were against the wall and it started shaking. All the books started falling down. People were like under tables. It was, it was scary. It was, I mean, and I've been through a lot of earthquakes, but I'm telling you, this one was a life changer. It was crazy. I had a girlfriend that was stuck on BART for like eight hours. She couldn't get off the BART train. Oh, it was, it was bad. And you know, the, the Cypress collapsed, right? The Cypress exit or the, the Cypress in the freeway? Yeah, I remember seeing that on, like, it was that, then it was that double-decker highway that one collapsed yeah. onto the other and smashed all the cars and stuff like that. And, and uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was crazy. So then when I went back, you know, like the first time I visited San Francisco and we're sitting on the Embocadero and I was like, oh my gosh, I just realized what this is totally transformed from what it was before. Yeah. But yeah, it was. It's yeah. like the Oakland Hills with the, you know, remember the big Oakland Hills fire? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, they've totally redone that too. Nothing like O-Town. <laughs> At one point in time when I lived in Reno, they had like clusters that were going on and they were getting uh-huh. stronger. Yeah. And it was, yeah, I was sitting on my couch and it was one of those that you're like on the sudden and you hear it, it sounds like a freight train's coming and you're like, eh. and then, but everything it like after like 30 seconds, it didn't stop. It got stronger and the pictures started falling over and I was like, oh, like this is, and my neighbor downstairs ran out into the parking it was in an apartment complex and she ran out in the parking lot because she was like panicking. And I was like, okay, that's, they tell you that's the worst thing to do is like run outside. Right. <laughs> Go get in a doorway. Yeah. Stand in some kind of structure. You know, the land is shaking. You don't want to be out there. <laughs> Look, anybody's ever watched an old disaster movie news, you don't go outside. The ground's always going to open up, swallow up the bus. You know, I've, I've seen it. I exactly. saw the movie. It's like Superman, all of Oh, yeah, because just... she was on her way to the house. After school, we were going to go out. And she's like, well, I don't think I'm going to be getting there anytime soon. And, you know, I kept checking. Oh, she said it was horrible. Because it was like during rush hour. Yeah, it did happen. It's like 5 o'clock. Yeah, because... So, it, like, even, like... Go ahead. Go ahead. Nope. Oh. I was just, just going to say that, you know, with all the cars that were on the Bay Bridge. Yeah, I remember that. And that is, there's a prime example of, you know, it's not the ground, but the ground opening up. Because I remember it, like, kind of broke. And they, like, did, like, a dive. And it's just like, okay. I know so many people that are, like, horrified of going across bridges, huge bridges. And that didn't help any, you know, watching that. <laughs> no, no. I was going to say, what do you think about that um, hurricane coming to Southern California? I keep hearing about it and I'm like, wait a minute, what? And it's like this rare hurricane and it's weird. It's definitely weird. But is the Pacific warming up, I guess? Is that is that, you know... Because it's kind of strange. It's like, I know, like, they're saying it's an El Nino. I haven't read a lot about it, but just the fact that the, the Southern California having to prepare for a hurricane is just odd to me. Yeah, it's odd to me, too. I'm like, wow. Like, stick with the earthquakes. That's what you're known for. And wildfires. And mudslides. And yeah. Don't forget those. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the, the fires and then the mudslides. Because then you have the fires. They don't have anything to hold it, so then you have the months. Yeah, and then let's add flooding to that, too. Oh, poor California. Yeah, it's a pretty state. It sucks. It is. But you know what? It used to be back in the day, like in, you know, like the 80s and the 90s. It was just such a different place than it is now. I mean, I moved out there in the 90s and was there into well into the 2000s, pretty much. I think I moved back east in 2010. 2009, sorry. I didn't know I didn't know that you spent that much time on the West Coast. Yeah, it was a while. So, I mean, I went to col- I went to school there, but later on. So, you were in college when that happened. So, uh-huh. you were in San Francisco, obviously. 
in college? No, I was a, no, I was in Oakland. Oh, okay. Most people consider that. Yeah, Merritt College. <laughs> Oakland's cool. So, are you 49ers or Raiders? No, I'm a Raider fan. <laughs> Even though they're in Vegas now. Seriously, she she was in Oakland, and you're asking her if she's a San Francisco fan. Well, you never that, know. That, that, she that. didn't like necessarily. I don't know if she actually lived. You know, like that. That's as is logical. If oh asking somebody from Pittsburgh if they like the Ravens, come on, that's oh, just that's like matter and antimatter. Just can't mix. Even I know that. Oakland was the team back in the day. 70s and 80s, man? They were. I don't know what's happened to them now. I don't know if, you know, Vegas went to their head or what's going on there, but we haven't put our flag up in a long time. <laughs> the pirate flag. I love that flag. Hysterical. The Raider flag? Yes. Oh, I do too. We're too embarrassed to put it up, to be honest with you. <laughs> but people think you're from Vegas. Ba- the problem is, is that you like, if you put up an like, older school team, you know, or like an older school logo, they think it's the, you know, like they're like, if it's a younger person, they're like, like if I put up a Colts thing, like, oh, are you from Indy? No. <laughs> right. So. But you got to put your flag yeah, up. Yeah, no, on. the Raiders. Huh? <laughs> you got to put your flag up. on. Well, we'll see if it happens this year. I'll let you know. I'll take a picture for you. <laughs> In fact, I might just give it to you as a present oh, to let you fly it. <laughs> oh, gosh. During COVID, we like kind of joked about, you know, when we went over to the state we don't like to name um, on reads. When, uh, you know, because uh-huh. Home Depot and like the liquor store and stuff, they were all open over there. So like we'd go over there for our raids and it's like, we need like a pirate or a Raiders flag <laughs> as we go in there. Oh, that's funny. It, it just felt like it. You know what I mean? Like you're doing like something taboo. Yeah, it's ironic. Now right. If you look at the brand uh, Relentless Betrayal, they've got, you know, burn the ships and stuff like that. That's what that's what we needed. That kind of flag for. We had to, to go over there and kind of do that. Really? See, Bad bad Betty has to get up like every 15 minutes and, you know, refill her ice and make all kinds of noise here. Hold on. Hey, have you been to the Bay Area? I have visited California, I think, three, four times. I've been down to Los Angeles, San Diego, up in um, San Francisco, and I cannot remember the other city somewhere up there i've never been in northern part i've been south and central oh did you like it not particularly i, I was there visiting family well i was uh, let me restate that i was lucky to go to california san francisco i don't know that might have been probably the 80s or 90s i don't remember when it's so long ago but it, it was it was cool city at the time i'm just not a big city person i i didn't care i I, I did not care for los angeles that that was just it just reminded me of uh like uh jacksonville or some other random huge oversized city with no real soul san diego was meh i got got a friend there uh not my kind of city it it, it's nice but it's again it's not I'm, i'm not a despite living in a tropical island i really don't like being near salt water and if i'm going to be that i'd rather be down like uh, mississippi actually ironically before they put the casinos in down on the on the coast or on the west side of uh florida the gulf uh the gulf oh, yeah. coast area not uh, away from pensacola that not not that zone but uh <laughs> or uh yeah parts of uh south carolina those type of places are up on maine but i'm also i prefer cold yeah. weather so i'd rather be up in maine or alaska so yeah, no, California was okay, but it was, like I said, Los Angeles. If I never see it again, it'd be too soon, quite frankly. No, I, I, I can relate to that. I can relate to that. I'm sure now, you know, two or three people are now no longer listening to this podcast. No. It's it's yeah, it's pretty it's, much a soulless city. It's a great city. place to visit, but not so much great to live. Yeah, there's no heart to it. There's no, like, if you go to, uh, 
Well, I won't mention any other cities, but you know, the, I can think of other large cities I've been to across the country that, but at least those cities have something unique about them that's cool to go see and enjoy, and you know, take in some of their history or some of their their legacy. And you know, Los Angeles is like yeah. I don't know, it just looked like a okay, it's kind of I don't know, a big flat, dry something. Concrete <laughs> city. Yeah. Concrete city. Well, and it is like you had concrete mentioned city. concrete jungle, but yeah, yeah, there's a couple of those cities out there that are so sprawling and huge, like Jacksonville and Phoenix. It's like, oh my gosh. Yeah, so I mean, at least, like I said, at least San Francisco, at least when I went, you know, before uh, it had such a rich history. So, I've, yeah, I've been to, I don't know, 36, 37 of the states so far. So, oh, that's a lot. Trying to get all 50. Good for you. Set those goals. Yeah, he's trying. Maybe I'll have yeah, to dra- drag, him in the, drag him in the RV. <laughs> I would. Colorado, baby. It's a drive, though. It's a drive, yeah. Yeah, we we did that. We went from here to Wyoming, and it, I think it took us like four days. And that was like driving maybe eight hours a day. So it's it's a long drive. When I was younger, I did it. I drove out, you know, when we moved out there, I drove, and then I drove back. Both times with my dog and with friends, so brings new meaning to the, you know, like you realize very quickly, like National Lampoon's vacation is totally a real deal when you do the road trips like that. <laughs> <laughs> like anything yeah, that can go it, wrong it really will. Is. And um, so, so that's my only like, now I'm, you know, a little bit older. So I'm like, oh, you know, that's a, that's a drive. You know, like I can't do the 13, yeah. 15 hour drives anymore. Oh girl, neither can I. <laughs> I'm like, at, at about three hours, I'm like, are we there yet? I got to go to the bathroom again. You know, my hip hurts. My knee hurts. I'm ready. Get me out of here. It gets bad. Yeah, you start to get, yeah. That is definitely, I um, think the most recent has been Maine. Now kind of up to Bar Harbor. It's kind of a trip from here. So, yeah, Philia. It's a harder thing. Like when it's, you don't realize the things that in your 20s were so easy for you. And now you're like, can't just run around. Youth is wasted on the young. That's for sure. <laughs> yep, it is. It is. Not for me anymore. <laughs> Too old. <laughs> Put me on a plane and I'll be fine. <laughs> no, but I like camping. I mean, camping's fun. If it's long as it's not tent camping. Because I, I, that's that's definitely hard to do. Just trying to get you out know of the what? tent. I think it was. <laughs> I, trying to get out of that tent in the morning. Oh, yeah. Or getting off the air mattress to get out to go pee in the middle of the night. That's another thing worth discussing. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I hadn't thought about that one. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, when you get up, you know, the air mattress, you know, where you're sitting. Usually loses a little air. Right. Right. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't so know. I used to find myself hands and knees crawling out of the tent. <laughs> <laughs> like, here you go. Or you hear something outside of the tent and you're like, I'm not going outside. So yeah. Yeah, I remember camping actually in in California, one of the reservoirs, and we were in tents. And on the sudden, you just heard something that was moving through. We we're assuming it was a pack of coyotes during the night. I'm there with my dog, and I'm like, "Okay, don't don't start barking, please don't start barking." Which she was good. She just kind of like sat there with me, but uh, you know, like you could hear them brushing up against the tent. And that's scary. Where'd you go camping at? This was at a Stampede Reservoir. It wasn't far from where we lived. Oh yeah, yeah. They it was it was like like a Labor Day weekend or something. But they have a reservoir and stuff there, so the dogs can swim and and all that fun stuff. Very, but it's still very wilderness kind of a thing. <laughs> it's cold at night there. It is, even in July. Yeah, California's weather. Yeah, California weather. So you're gonna be it's going crazy. You're gonna be going there again. I am. I leave uh, September 2nd. We'll be there probably, I'll be there about three weeks. You'll have to give me an update on how everything is out there. And that's, we'll leave it at I that for this conversation. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah, we look forward to going and, you know, seeing family and doing some California things. <laughs> what are California things? Now, come on. <laughs> like Half Moon Bay and Clam Chowder. Um, what else is there? Well, I know we're doing that. Probably going up to the Russian River, maybe, depending for the day. 
And then we might hit up to uh, Shasta. My parents have a place up in Red Bluff, which is about an hour from Shasta. Oh, okay. An hour and a half or so. Yeah. So that ought to be fun. Shasta's always nice to go see. Yeah, Shasta is really cool. Yeah. And you know, have you ever been in the little town? No. I drove through it. I was on actually on my way to Mount Hood. And we drove Oh, up. Mount Hood is another nice place. Yeah, government camp and and Hood are definitely pretty cool. It was up yeah. there a couple it's times. It's a great area up there. People think when they think of those places they or you know, those states and they think of the urban areas and those are like remote, remote. Especially when you start driving yeah. through them. Half of those towns are like where horror movies were stemmed from. Right. Totally Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Or any it's not of them. warm enough to be like... Any of them. It's like, you know, there's dark woods and, you know, it's just very remote. Like, none yeah. of the roads have lights or anything and you're driving at night and you're by yourself and it just, everything makes it in these big pine trees. And It's just, what's really cool though is you can see it's stars different. forever. Yeah, it is. It's a different... Like, even can't, like, we went um, to Caledonia, I think it was three weekends ago or four weekends ago, three, uh, somewhere around there. And I couldn't, it's like, you know, when you camp in California, you have the big, huge trees. And it was, it was so much different, you know, the scenery, you know, in like a, a state forest or a state park versus like California. You know, just the whole type of, you know, trees and, I don't know, grass and all that stuff. So much different. Yeah, a lot of know. the places out there, they there's not much grass. You know, like where right. you camp, it's usually, I wouldn't say sandy, but yeah, it's just, but there's a lot of pine for sure. Yeah, Especially, you know, sure. in Northern California. So you get a lot of the pine trees and stuff and they're just, you're right, they're huge. Yeah. The and, redwoods? Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The, the redwoods are the ridiculous. Redwoods. Yeah. And that was awesome. You know, like I said, we, we went to Fort, Fort Bragg and um, Mendocino. That's where they are. So it's Such really a beautiful cool. area. It is a beautiful area. Yeah. And the coastal redwoods. Drive through them. Although some, I think some of them got destroyed in the fire. You can't drive through the big one anymore in um, Garberville, I think it is. But you could drive through the tree because it was so big. Did you ever do that? No, I did not. Yes, fun stuff. Oh, you really missed out. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. No. It was pretty cool, though. And your sister's still out there, right? Yep. She's still there. California schools just started, so she's back at school. Oh. It started already? Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I think they're trying to set things up so that all the colleges and her or, and a lot of the high schools all start at the same time now. I guess that makes sense. I don't know. It does, but it doesn't. You know, I mean, it just fills everything up, though, right? So more people on the street, you know, more traffic, because everybody's out, right? Yeah. At yeah. the same time. Yeah. Especially when you get and to, like, a college town, and then you, yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I don't miss the the traffic of any urban area <laughs> in general. Right? I don't either. In fact, when I got home, I'm like, well, how long is it going to take me to get to the grocery store? It's only a mile away, but at 5 o'clock, it might take me 45 minutes. Where you are now? No, it's California. Oh, okay. I was about to say, I can't imagine it being where you are now. (laughs) Might get stuck behind. Oh, no, catch down in the white like five minutes. (laughs) I was like, it was like, might get stuck behind a horse and buggy. (laughs) Right. That might take me a little time, but. Not like California. No. Not like California. You know, it's funny you talk about traffic. My sister works in Fremont, so, and then my parents are in Castro Valley, so that's about about 20 minutes, generally, in in the car with no traffic. Now it's taking her almost two hours to get back and forth. Wow. Like two hours one way, two hours back. And she's like, I didn't know, I didn't know I signed up for this. You know, because when she used to commute, you know, 20 years ago when she first started working there, it was like a 25-minute commute. Yeah, that's insane. Yeah. I just, I couldn't do it. No, I, I, I would, bad enough around here, you get the accidents and stuff, but yeah. I mean, I hear, I hear the horror stories all the time. And, or you have the, you know, even, I, I mean, I know 
a lot of people up in Tahoe. Same thing. It's like, you know, especially during the summer. I mean, at 530 in the morning, traffic's locked up, going to the beaches and stuff. Yeah, it's just too many people in California. They can stay there because I don't want my Pennsylvania taken up to California. Yeah, exactly. No, you don't. Uh, or New York. <laughs> no offense. But... I'm, I'm very happy here. And, you know, it's always funny because after I get home, I'm like, I'm so glad to be home. It's like I can finally go, <sighs> you know, I can breathe again. Most of your life. but And then you, you move away and you're totally like, you realize kind of the differences. Yeah, you, re- you, re- you really realize a lot. Yeah. This is this is a nice, we love this state. Okay, but then again, we haven't, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, but then again, I haven't been in a hurricane, so I don't know if that's worse than the earthquake. Um, We don't get them as bad. That's the benefit of Pennsylvania. We just get the winds and the rain. Well, and so what do you think about the tornadoes? Oh, well, those are, okay, we're, we should talk about those. Um, <laughs> kidding. So, yeah, it is kind of weird that it was 30-some years since one had touched down, and it was actually the first one in the earlier in the summer touched down right not far from us. So, I mean, it happens. I mean, I that's something I grew up with. Living on the East Coast was oh, definitely... Really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the tornadoes, you watch the storms, and I know... Teddy over there can tell you because he's very good at identifying the clouds and so forth. Um, so that is definitely, you know, like I said about the natural disasters. Um, obviously, we're not in Texas or Oklahoma where it's a common. Get some wicked thunderstorms when I was growing up. That's for sure. Yeah, they were actually pretty common growing up. That's why I always laugh when people are like, this is all new. It's like, no, no, it's not. We just now have the technology to know. But I grew up in a rural part and it's like, no, we, we had a lot of uh, squall lines. I, I, I recognize the different shades of the clouds and, and the ro- cloud rotations, and I've seen quite a few funnels over the years in the East Coast. So when they tell me that, oh, this is all new, it's like, no, back in the day, people just, tornado touches down in the middle of nowhere in Pennsylvania back in the 70s, who was going to report it? Right. You know, the Amish aren't going to. <laughs> That's for most sure. Of, most most of the folks in... Yeah, and the steel workers aren't gonna don't have time for that stuff. So yeah, I think it wasn't all as uncommon as people think it is. It's just we become so populated that as far as hurricanes versus earthquakes, never been an earthquake, have no desire to be in. Been in hurricanes, it depends on the hurricane. They're probably way worse than the, I think the problem uh, with hurricanes is they have Well, yeah, they spawn, <laughs> they spawn everything. everything. They do, they do flooding, they do tornadoes, and they hit massive areas and and can flood out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you've been here wow. long enough that you had to have the remnants of hurricanes come through. When we first bought our first house in Percocet, there was some, like, damage done to the roof. And they're like, oh, that's from a hurricane, blah, blah, blah. Hmm. It's like, oh. I mean, they had it fixed and everything. But I just didn't think hurricanes hurricane, hurricanes came in this far. Yeah. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they're they're far-reaching for sure. Coming up, there's a couple bad ones and when you in maryland the chesapeake bay at a certain point they will tell you that the the bay usually around june or july will reach a temperature where it can sustain a hurricane and it's a large enough body of water we had a couple that actually entered the chesapeake bay and one of them was her i remember growing in the 80s hurricane gloria and we lost power for about six days really yeah and we weren't even on the water wiped everything out i worked in annapolis when the movie The Perfect Storm was based on it was uh-huh. a hurricane and a northeast nor'easter that had clashed together. A mess. The town was a mess for a while. We had wires down. There was all kinds of stuff. There's a disaster movie kind of things. <laughs> yeah, you're sandbagging and doing all this stuff, and it's like useless anyway. But yeah, is there really a point? Does the water really stay out of the sandbags? I guess it depends on the water, like and where you are. You know, like I mean, my mom has sandbags at her house. She has a, a creek in front of her, um, but yeah. So she she it keeps it out of the basement. It's managed to do that. I have no idea. I'm just going to talk about disaster movies now, aren't we? <laughs> now I'm like having all these disaster movie ideas in my head, and half of them were about California. 
now that I think about it, like they always said, like California's going to drop off into the ocean. It's going to have a massive earthquake. It's going to have, you know, like that, the big one. Yeah. Yeah. Did you All grow the houses up? into the cliff? <laughs> did you? Did you? Have, did you grow up like having that fear, like it was going to be the big one? <laughs> did I have that fear? Yeah. Or just in general, like, did people put that in your head, like? Oh my God, one of these days we're going to have like this massive earthquake. I don't think so. I mean, I remember like, the, I remember like the first earthquake I ever re- like remember. I was sick, home with my dad, and the house started shaking. The dog was going crazy. I'm all, Dad, Dad, wake up. What's happening? And he's like, Oh, we're having an earthquake. Just roll over and go back to bed. I'm like, Oh, okay. So I didn't have that whole big fear. It was like the house was shaking. So, <laughs> you know, oh, it's crazy though. You just don't really know what to think. It's a weird feeling. That's for sure. I just remember when, you know, when I moved out there, it was literally like a day after we moved out and a friend of ours did the road trip with us and she was going to fly back like help us move in and then she was going to fly back and yeah it was like literally the next day we're sleeping on air mattresses ironically and um because our, our stuff hadn't gotten there yet and yeah on the sudden you're uh, what what is that and again you hear that freight train kind of sound you're like what's going on and then she's like oh my god i think there was an earthquake and she's <laughs> She's like panicking and I'm like, welcome to California. <laughs> exactly. It's like, geez, that took a day. I thought they were exaggerating. <laughs> no, no lies. What was a celebratory dinner place you went to when you were, you were going, growing up there? Crab seeds. Crab seeds. Really? Yeah. Like Dungeness? Yeah. Like they had one, we had a boat, yeah, we had a boat up in um, Bethel Island and um, every year they, they would um, get a bunch of boats together mm-hmm. and then they'd bring the crab in and they would like set it up on this island and it would be like all you can eat Dungeness crab and of course all you can drink beer and they would do spaghetti and like French bread and salad and that was all you ate all day. It was like a never-ending buffet crab feed. It was it was awesome, and it, it was always in the like I'd probably say like late August, early September. Oh, it was great. That was that was like something that we always did was the crab feed. That's weird. Oh, in Maryland, obviously crabs are a thing, but but totally different. Not spaghetti and salad. It's just, yeah, but it's yeah, not Dungeness. I know it's weird, either. right? Yeah. But, yeah, Dungeness crab's good, though. Oh, isn't it? it uh, to me, it tastes better than the, the crab out here in Maryland. It, it's got a whole different texture and taste. and Maryland blue crab seems, and blue crab in general is a little sweeter. You think and, and for those of you who listen, that, 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 that's almost like a, a, you just started a war with some of our listeners, I'm sure. <laughs> They'd be like, no, Maryland oh, yeah, crabs are the best. We just start a war probably with our, some of our listeners. So we'll have to have that as a poll question when this goes up on Spotify. Yeah. I, I mean, you know, but then again, I was raised on Dungeness crab. I mean, we, you know, did Alaska and Canada and we always caught our own Dungeness. And it was always fantastic. No, I mean, I've had Dungeness. It's not, you know, it's good. It's just, but it's prepared totally different too. Like Maryland blue crab, like traditionally you got the rock salt and the old bay and stuff. And, you know, and then you have your beer. At, like we used to do the all you can eat, crab, shrimp, corn. And uh, and then you had your beer. So you were a mess by the uh, end of it. And, you know, it really sucked. Right. And, and just to start more of a war, you know, my idea of Maryland crab, the best thing to do is take it, throw it in the bucket, grab the beer, go get steaks. That's just me. He just thinks it takes too much work to pick a crab. And I'm like, hon, I can pick a crab in 30 seconds. Come on. But aren't blue crabs much, much smaller? Well, yeah, they are much smaller. And they have a thinner shell. More work. Too. 
No, actually, I don't like I, it. takes me like 30 seconds to do it. <laughs> you must have a lot of practice. Well, yeah, I learned I, it from. But you know what? I learned it from a little kid. I don't think I've actually had a blue crab. I've had like blue crab crab cake, but yeah. I've never like sat down and ate a blue crab before. Oh, yeah, no. You put the paper down on the on the table and they would just come with, depending on what you ordered, they come out and they're just loaded with, I mean, it's so thick with the rock salt and the Old Bay and the beer. They steam them with all of that on it. And yeah, you just start going to town. All you can eat crabs. So do you, do you eat, do you eat the legs? And do you eat the whole body yeah. like you well, would? Well, not it? the little legs. Yeah. Okay. You would, you basically, yeah, there's a whole method to it, but you, you work, you take the legs off, then you flip it over and you crack the body in half. And, and then you usually do that part first. And then the little legs you don't use at all, but the larger, the claw ones, you can totally get the meat out of that. I'm going to have to try that sometime. Oh, maybe we'll have to plan a day. And I will yeah. we'll do like a <laughs> do a crab day. <laughs> I think we should because I have never like cracked a blue crab. Yeah, I I mean I we've steamed them many times. I mean that was like any kind of family reunion, any kind of family picnic. Like I said, every every Tuesday night, the one place down on the eastern shore used to do all you can eat. Definitely very familiar. And one way to get people to not use their phones because you're not going to touch your phone. When you're covered in crab guts yeah. and an old bay seasoning. <laughs> well, plan a day when and you... Then I can tell you if I like the dentinous better than the blue. Well, this is true. Yeah, if, you, if you've if you only had crab cakes. It's, but it is funny. There's the two differences between the crab, quote-unquote, crab feasts. Is there? Well, I mean, you, what you were saying and then what I'm saying is, like, you had spaghetti and... Yeah, that's not a thing. With Oh, yeah. That was, like, standard. The spaghetti with the garlic bread and a green salad and... Oh, you can eat crab. It's just an odd combination to me. I don't know. <laughs> it's like seafood, but I don't know. I guess that's what, in that area too. So where was the island that you were talking about? So you had a boat? Bethel Island's up by like Sacramento area. Okay. But you know, they used to have crab seeds. It was like a, a thing. It was like everybody did it. The church had them to make money. It was like, you know, like fundraiser stuff. But when, you know, at, at our house, we always had Dungeness crab. I think I've seen it much out here i don't i haven't either and if i have seen it it's been a giant that's like previously frozen it's not like fresh 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 i've seen the snow crab or king crab yeah king crab legs i haven't seen dungeness out here it might be hard to to get a hold of but that's interesting it's like it's kind of like the the chicken dinners here that the churches do right or the <laughs> fish fries on friday oh yeah the friday fish fries of course yeah but yeah, a lot of the, they always have the fundraisers for the chicken dinners with potatoes. That's funny, chicken. <laughs> That's well, funny. there's lots of chickens around, so. <laughs> yeah, I, you know what? Every time I see one on the freeway, I'm like, please don't overturn. Yeah, because of 78, I have to take 78. And, yeah. I leave and I always see some sort of livestock in the truck and I'm like, oh no. <laughs> It's a reality, you know. It is. It's like driving in North Carolina. You're always going to see a truck full of chickens, right? Isn't Purdue there? Uh, Purdue's in, well, Purdue originally was Maryland. It's the Eastern Shore of Maryland. Which which is the chicken farm in um, North Carolina? Maybe Tyson? Tyson, maybe. That could be. I don't know. I could Google it. <laughs> Good old. I know it's one of them, but it's it's bad. What do you mean it's bad? Carol Smith. You, you know, like when you're sitting in traffic and you look over and there's like five chickens piled on top of each other. <laughs> Go on, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. You don't want to see your and food. Wings are like, hanging yeah, out. yeah. You don't want to. You don't want to see what you're buying in the grocery store before it gets there. <laughs> kind it's of a like thing. a sardine can for chickens, right? Yeah. 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 I mean, they're all like that. You that know is, what I mean? Like, that's the reality of how it kind of It is. Works. It's sad. It's sad, though. I know. Again, we're getting on the, we're not going to have animal rights people backing us up here. My bad. 
no, 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 no. You have given me a list of what oh, not to talk no, about. Oh, no, 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 no. I don't mean it like that. It's just that we got on the subject of emus at some point eating emu burger. We're like, we're not going to get the vegans on here at all. <laughs> we're talking about eating no. crab on this one and, and all this other stuff. So, And now we're talking about, you know, the reality of chickens. Of chickens. Yeah, I don't like to think about that before. And, and we had chickens. I've had, we had pet chickens, quote unquote. And egg chickens. And where you are now, you can have yeah. chickens, too. My neighbor has them. I was about to say. Is and he's so generous with his eggs. I was about to say, yeah, that's a very common thing around here. Yeah. A lot of our neighbors have chickens, come to think of it. There were some on the road the other day when I was driving home. They must be free range. <laughs> yeah, that's the ultimate free range. I'm just gonna roam around the right. <laughs> just gonna roam Let around. Let me hit this house and I'll go the next one. Well, that's possible. The kids, the kids, the kids were out there playing with them. In fact, we used to have chickens in California too. Well, I can imagine, depending on where you live. Obviously, if you live in the city, you're not gonna. Um, we did live in the city. If people had chickens, but you know, yeah, I think like in the seventies. Then it was okay. Yeah, probably. before you know there. Yeah. Before, like, zoning and stuff. Like, you can't have those. Right? Yeah, then you were yeah, allowed to have, like... Yeah, it was crazy. Yeah. Then you were, had, like, you were allowed to have your own gardens and stuff like that. It's kind of funny now. It's like people try to, like, build gardens or, like, change their lawns to pollinator things. And, you know, the HOAs or whoever comes around. It's like, you can't... You know, they just start finding them and stuff. It's like, what? Yeah. Yeah, good old HOA. Let's not go there. That would be an endless amount right? of stories. But yeah, it is kind of that funny. it would be. Yeah. But it, yeah, thinking about back in the day and like the mentality was definitely different. Even urban, suburban, however, you know, like nobody really was sitting there monitoring you night, day, telling you you can't have this or you can't do that. Well, you know, I mean, and back then it was so much safer. I mean, you know, I'm sure for you guys too, even on that. East Coast. I mean, you didn't have to go in at night to late because it was safe. I mean, I think my parents finally started locking the door about 10 or 15 years ago. You know, I mean, we were, we always played outside for like till all hours of the night. Like there was never a concern to be, oh my God, my kid's going to get stolen. Well, yeah. And that is the thing. And um, we have neighbors that just recently moved that have young, they had three young kids. Um, they lived across the street, and that's one thing they, you know, they hated to move from the area because they knew that they could have their kids outside and so forth, and somebody was going to be, you know, we pay attention, and, you know, they felt safe here, and unfortunately, they outgrew the house, you know, that's that kind of thing, that it still exists, but it's definitely something that, I, you know, more of a concern now. Yeah, back in the day, there was not that, oh my gosh, you know, like, no. I got to monitor my, monitor everything. 24 7 it was a much yeah i don't want to say it was a much more peaceful time but because it had its own turmoil but it was definitely like i I would have to say it was safer for children back then you know for kids you know there there wasn't the cell phone there wasn't the bullying you know it it just was a different i don't know time yeah i mean you You know what i mean yeah, we would like leave in the like in the summer, especially when you didn't have school. You just go out and ride your bikes and hang out with your friends and go to the pool, neighborhood pool or whatever. And like you didn't come home till like dark. Yeah, after the lights came on, right? The street lights. Yeah, exactly. And even then, you just like you'd still be outside with your friends or something. We used to like neighborhood used to play flashlight tag. Right. Yeah, we did that too. And we were always out. I mean, there was always one house that everybody like met at, right? It was like the home base. Or whoever had the swimming pool in the neighborhood, you know, is where we would go. Exactly. We had a huge feel behind the houses that, you know, that's where we kind of would do like flashlight tag and stuff. That's cool. But I mean, you know, I mean, think about how much fun you had as a kid. Like I work at kids today, like kids in like the Bay Area where you know, we live in, or I used to live and it's like, it's just so different. I mean, like there's a sign on the convenience store that says 
no more than five students at a time. Yeah. Where when we were kids, there were no signs like that. It was like you just went in, you paid, and you went out. Or the old man that owned the store would just kick you out anyway, so that wasn't a problem. Now, one of the things you were saying, it was interesting listening to another podcast, actually a guy named Mike Ritland had a guest on, and he was talking about that, how growing up, you didn't have the emergency lifeline cell phone. So you you had to basically be at home when you said you're going to get home or you'd get your ass beat or whatever your parents would do. And that was kind of his point was that there, growing up, you're also, there were certain expectations that you had to meet you know, with your parents if you had good parents. And there was no, oh, I'm going to text them and... So I'm going to stay out later. There, there was no emergency out. It's like, if you didn't show up on time, then, you know, at least I grew up in a small town, you know, the police would be looking for you and the neighbors would be like, your parents are looking for you, that kind of stuff. And I think you've lost that whole sense of community as well. Yeah. But we're fortunate where we live. Like I said, we still have, you know, neighbors that actually care. take care of each other and things. All right, thanks once again for listening to Growing Up dot dot dot, hopefully on Spotify or Apple or wherever you listen to us. Just remember to uh, like, subscribe, and leave us a five-star or a thumbs-up emoji if you liked what you heard. And if you didn't like what you heard, that's okay. Give us a five-star review anyway because somewhere someone you don't like will listen to us and you'll get your revenge that's served cold. So, as always, I want to thank our guest, uh, Rosie the Bud, for coming on tonight, joining us in this conversation. And uh, we will, this is from Teddy. Hi, Betty. And Rosie, thank you very much. Good night. And we will have the conversation next time on Growing Up dot dot dot.